once again, good evening. I can listen to this all night, Miles Davis. My name, of course, Jeff Hare. Welcome to the show. Did you hear that? Coming to you from Los Angeles, California, the world headquarters. Just kind of mellowing out, taking it easy Wednesday on a holiday week. You know what that means? It's right around the corner from the weekend. Hello, Omar. <laughs> and, of course, my producer, the great Russ Omar. Hey, I want to tell you the story tonight. And before I start the story, I want to say one thing. This ends happily. Okay, this has a happy ending. It's going to sound sad. I'm going to, you know, of course, telling stories sometimes, you know, we can kind of get carried away. But it's really had a happy ending. Uh, I want to talk to you tonight about my dog, Mabel. Okay, now Mabel, we adopted oh, around four, four and a half years ago. We got her from a breeder in Northern California, uh, not in Northern California, North of Los Angeles, I should say. Uh, we live in Los Angeles area, and it's like three hours north of here. And what had happened was, is my wife was going through uh, Craigslist just for fun, seeing what's on there. And every once in a while, I'll come home to something crazy that she got off that. Anyway, I think we all do. All married men do come home to find stuff. Where did this come from? Anyway, so she was looking at Craigslist, and there was an ad in there placed by a woman who was a breeder, a Jack Russell Terrier breeder in uh, Central California. And they had a dog they were going to put down uh, because she couldn't have a live birth. So if you know my wife, Kristen, you know that she is very much a dog person. She loves dogs more than anything in the world. And, uh, and, and especially Jack Russell Terrier, she's had three of them now, uh, I think, you know, and we went up there, uh, on a, on a Sunday morning, she got me up right and early on a Sunday morning, we got in the car and we drove three hours north to one of the worst spots I've ever been in my entire life to get, to check out this dog that was on Craigslist. So to say it was terrible is an understatement. I mean, it really is in the middle of nowhere. It's what they call the high desert. So it's higher elevations, but it's desert. It's very deserted is the right word for it. There's nothing there. I mean, there's a couple of cactus and that's about it. Lots of sand, lots of heat. They film a lot of movies up there. Like uh, some Westerns are filmed up there. Uh, every once in a while, they'll do like a space movie or they land another planet. They'll do it up there because they got weird rock formations and all that kind of stuff. It's really kind of a real strange area. I mean, like I say, you really don't feel like uh, anything you've ever seen before. I mean, when you're out there, really something terrible. Well, this place was so isolated, you couldn't even find it on Google or the maps. I mean, it was really hard to find. We'd call this lady three times trying to get directions to her place. And it was just like, well, you just drive down a road a bit and you'll get to the old, uh, the old stream there. There used to be a river there, but it dried out 20 years ago. Just turned, you know, it's like, come on, man, we're trying to help you. We're, we want to get this dog. So finally we found the place and, oh, I'm not going to really get into a lot of details on it because it's really kind of hard to say. And it's really kind of hard to, hard to imagine. But let me just say there's maybe a hundred dog cages that were, stacked on top of each other in this desert in the middle of the summer. It was hot. Now, in fairness, they had water. Uh, they were pouring water on the dogs, you know, like with a lawn sprinkler and whatnot, trying to get the dogs cooled off. They also had some covering over them, so the dogs weren't in the direct sunlight. But 110 degrees is still 110 degrees, no matter how you cut it. And it was really, really hot that day. We finally get to this house, and the house is an understatement. It was just uh, like a shack out in the middle of this desert plain. and we knock on the door, we go in, and in addition to the 100 dog cages outside the house, there was like 25 that were in the house that they were actually dogs giving birth at that time. I mean, it was like, oh, my God. i never seen anything like it. And so Kristen and I sit down, and this little sweet dog jumps up on our lap, and uh, the lady says, yep, this is her. I said, good, we're out of here. We're taking it. We'll give you the money, whatever you want. Give us the papers. We're gone. 
And they did. That was basically what we did. And I remember getting in the car and first thing out of Christmas month is you were awful quick and, and saying yes. And I says, I'm not going to let one of God's creatures spend another moment in that place. I said, that's just like one of the worst places I've ever experienced in my life. Kristen laughed and says, let's step ahead of you. I called the vet yesterday to make an appointment for Monday. <laughs> we went up there on Sunday. We're going to the next day. She goes, I'm going to take her in and get her completely checked out. So we drove her home and she's an extremely sweet dog. I mean, for everything she's gone through in her life, she is extremely, extremely sweet, a very, just a wonderful creature. I mean, just absolutely, uh, she's a very good looking dog, very beautiful dog. And she's very, she's getting older now and, and, and she's a little skittish about some things. I think if she does have a problem, she has a lot of post-traumatic stress syndrome, PTSD. You can tell. I mean, like if there's a loud bang outside, she just has a hard time with it. Or if we leave, she has a hard time. And, uh, I mean, we'll come home and we'll find her dog bed in all places in the house. She'll grab her dog bed and just move it when she gets nervous. And uh, tonight I came home, we came home, we went to the grocery store and we came home and I found her dog bed in my bathroom under the sink. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's two rooms over it's supposed to be, you know, but she does that when she gets nervous, she has a lot of anxiety, a lot of, you know, and, and when there's a, a bang outside or some idiot throws off of a firework or something like that, it drives her crazy. Fourth of July, she does very bad. We bought her one of those thunder vests, they call them, where they, you put them on it to try to try to uh, uh, calm them down. We've given her uh, medication. We do have medication for her. Most of the time she doesn't need it, but if something goes on, we get it to her right away just to get her calmed down and, and, and just let her live her remaining days at peace. She's just, just a, a, a beautiful creature, and it's just so great to have her around. In fact, just before I came in here, she came up, and I pet her a little bit, and she's just a great dog. Anyway, so the reason I'm bringing her up tonight, and as I say, this story does have a happy ending, okay? As you know, we did go on vacation a couple of weeks ago. We went to uh, England, and about the end of the trip, now, well, the dog, she was staying with uh, uh, Kristen's cousin, who's a very, very uh, lovely lady, and she does a great job with the dogs. Uh, we watch her dogs, and she watches ours, and she keeps track of the dog and, and does a great job with her, and I have no question about what, no qualm at all about giving uh, Abel or my other two dogs to her. She does a super job with them. but we had gotten a text the night uh, at eight o'clock in the morning when we got up that Abel somehow got out of her house. Now the cousin had just seen her just a few minutes before that somehow Mabel got out and, you know, in, in Southern California, a lot of times dogs can run in and out. We all have fenced yards and the dogs can get in and out. So obviously she got either out, either she dug a hole through the fence or she was a loose, you know, loose board or rock or something. And she was able to sneak out and got, you know, what got away, but she didn't, couldn't find it and they couldn't find her. Now, so we're half a world away, and we're getting a text at 8 o'clock in the morning. Well, Kristen's cousin is frantic, and she's tearing her hair out, and she's driving all over town trying to find her. Where's she at? She's nervous, and she's really upset, and we're upset. That day was a blur, quite honestly, because part of the problem is London's eight hours ahead. So if it was 8 o'clock in the morning when we got the text, it was midnight here in Southern California. And, uh, yeah, so I'm just figuring out my head and making sure I got my time right. But, yeah, it was midnight. So there's not much you can do at the dark of night. You're not going to find her. Of course, what I'm thinking happens at the dark of the night also is coyotes. That's the thing you really got to worry about in any area. Any They're everywhere now, as we all know. Most, I'm sure everyone listening has had seen coyotes or has coyotes in their area one time or another. Uh, they run up down the street here all the time at night. I, I get up 530 in the morning and go to work, and I'll be driving to work, and I'll see them on the street. It's just amazing. Coyotes are everywhere, and that was what made us nervous. So we thought that there's no way Mabel uh, would be able to get into uh, a scuff with a coyote, just no way at all. And that's what really worried us. Well, 
as I said, the story does have a happy ending. It does. Uh, early the next morning, Kristen's cousin uh, got a knock on the door from a neighbor saying there's a dog barking in her garage. Did she want to check it out? And of course, the cousin ran there. Kristen's cousin ran right up there, and there was Mabel inside the garage, which we're thankful for because there aren't were no coyotes in the garage. <laughs> Mabel apparently had gotten out and then realized she didn't have any idea where she was and didn't know where to go and how to get to get to where she wasn't knowing how she get in there. Uh, and what she did is basically just crawled in this and somebody had a gra- open garage door and she crawled in under the car basically. And they shut the garage door and she got out and she was in the garage all night long. She got up and started making some noise and they got her and they got her back. We got the text about two o'clock. We're on our way back to London from uh, Cambridge university in Oxford. Or I should let me rephrase that. We're at Oxford university in Cambridge, <laughs> England, and we're driving back and we're on in route home and uh, we're in route back to London in the hotel and get ready to check out. And, and it was a devastating day. The whole day we were really upset. Kristen was just almost numb and, and I was really taking it you know, hard as well. I mean, anytime you're in that situation, you're going to take it hard. I don't care who you are. It's right. How big and tough you think you are. It really does kind of just hit you all at once. And we know Kimberly, uh, Kristen's cousin was taking it very hard as well. And, and we were just hopeful. And when it all came out, it, it, there was a big whoop from everybody. Everybody on the bus was happy. Everybody, uh, Kristen and I were happy. Of course, I'm sure Kristen's cousin was happy. Everybody was just overjoyed that we had found her, that she had just turned up. And, uh, Fortunately, she's no worse for the wear. Just <laughs> we got a story to talk about, and we do. We got a big smile on her face because it, it, we it, it came out okay, which uh, which really happy it did. So, anyway, I just want to share that with you tonight. I want to do a quick one. I'm uh, going to be stepping out for a few days, and uh, I'll be back uh, probably Monday or Tuesday of next week. Monday, most likely. Uh, it's just uh, like I say, I got a I got an emergency I got to attend to, so I'm going to be gone. But don't forget, you can like. Did you hear that? on Facebook, which is a podcast we're doing now. And of course the blog essays, those will be on there as well. So please go ahead and do that because if you do that, everything I do will come up there and you'll see it all and you won't have to search for it, especially if you want to find something that you heard before or previously. Uh, again, the support that you guys have given has been incredible. I appreciate every bit of it and thank you for it all. And uh, as I say, I hope you have a good couple of days. Omar, how about you? <laughs> and of course my producer and good friend, Russ Omar. And he's sitting back there playing with the buttons like he always does. And he blares Miles Davis right in my ears real loud. Real good. Way to go, Omar. Yeah, I know you did that. Anyway. <laughs> so have a good evening. Have a good week. We'll talk soon. This is Jeff. Take us home, Miles Davis.